Hi, and welcome to The Hard Count. We are your hosts, Rick Testerman. And Kobe Montgomery. This is a sports-centered podcast aimed at bringing you all the sports information we find interesting. This week, our count is three. We're going to talk about the MLB playoffs, college football, and COVID-19. Welcome to The Hard Count. Before we go any further in this podcast, we'd like to give a disclaimer that this podcast will show bias toward our favorite teams and will sometimes dip into not-safe-for-work language. So, Kobe, how you been, man? Been good. How about yourself, man? I'm doing pretty good. Um, You know, working all the time, it seems. I feel like we say that during every episode, but we're trying to be more, uh, you know, we're trying to be better about recording more often. I think we're both pulling overtime now. Yeah, I think uh, last week when I clocked out with 68 hours, I think that was quite a bit of overtime. (laughs) I clocked out with 45 last week. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just crazy to work every day. It feels like you know all day every day. Oh, yeah. Then when you get home, you were like, "Hey, do you want to record a podcast?" I'm super tired right now. Okay. You know, um, I'm on that. So, well, let's uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and start off with the MLB playoffs. Um, we we said already that we would talk about our start favorite. Over. Oh, why? You didn't go through the counts. Yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah. Oh, my, that's a total fuck up on me. We can just keep this going and have that in here. No, it's all right. We can start it over real quick. That's fine. Let's just keep it going. Oh, okay. Well, here here at the Hard Count Podcast, we are not going to edit out our mistakes. We're going to go ahead and keep these mistakes. Um, and if, if I did miss it, I'm They're almost 99. Mistakes. Yeah, I'm 99% sure that I said it. Um, but if I didn't, Send me an email, listeners, and let me know how bad I fucked up right there. Be like, Rick, you are a dumbass. Uh, but anyway, we're, we're going to talk about the first count, which is going to be the MLB playoffs. Now, at this point, uh, we're already to the divisional series. Uh, you know, the in the National League, we've got the Braves versus the Dodgers. Uh, in the American League, we're down to the Astros versus the Rays. And, of course, the winners of those two series advance all the way to the World Series. Um, so we're going to start with my Braves mainly it's because weird. it's weird to see a losing record team in the, uh, playoffs, uh, the playoffs, like Astros are 29 and 31 right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's crazy. And they're actually favored to beat the Rays. And like the Yankees were favored to beat the Rays, but look what happened. Yeah. The Yankees went up. Uh, it was, I think the Yankees won game one. Uh, and then the Rays tied it up. The Yankees won game three, and then the Rays tied it Rays, up. Rays went up. Oh, Rays you know, went up. Rays I won know. 2-1, and the Yankees even it up. Tied it up. Okay, all right. But you know, that was a very, very close series the whole way through, and the Rays ended up beating the Yankees 3-2 uh, in that one. And, you know, the Yankees looked wonderful this year. You know, I'm, I'm not a Yankees fan at all. Like, you know, they're one of the teams that I dislike. And I, uh, think, I think I said – I think I – that was one of my points in the beginning of the year. I think I said like Yankees aren't going to the world series again this year because they just, it, it hasn't happened with the squad. It's just with all the money that they've spent, it hasn't worked. And it obviously showed they didn't go to the world series at all last decade. The first time that's ever happened. Yeah. Uh, the, the Yankees for years and years and Look years were the Dodgers. Always... They've ha- have so much money in their squad. They can go to the world series, but they still can't win it. Well, baseball's a streaky sport, you know, and I told you last year that, you know, and we, we've talked about this several times on the podcast, that in the playoffs, it doesn't matter what playoff it is, you know, if, if it's a multiple game playoff series, uh, it's not necessarily who the best team is, it's who gets hot at the end of the year. Uh, last year, you know, it was uh, the Nationals, they got super hot, uh, went all the way, won a World Series. Uh, hopefully... My Braves are getting ready to do that because they have been <coughs> red hot this playoff season. Um, yeah, the, the Braves started off with the Reds. If Freeman doesn't get that MVP vote, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, honestly, I think Tatis is going to win it. Uh, it's it's a popularity contest. Um, but I, I, as a Braves All fan... All he leads is I, home runs. Exactly. No not, no, not even that. He doesn't lead home runs because... Um, uh, Oh shit! What's his name? We got him. He's an outfielder. He came from the Cardinals. Marcelo Zuna. He led the National League in home runs. 
And so then it, Freddie Freeman leads in everything else pretty much. Yeah, Walks, Freddie. OPS. Freddie uh, Freeman leads in fucking everything else. Uh, I think Tatis has stolen bases. I think I mean, that's what he Obviously, has. Freeman's not going to be stealing bases. Yeah, Freeman doesn't have many stolen bases. Now, with that being said, he doesn't have any in the postseason yet, but he did have several stolen bases during the year. Oh, yeah. Um, but the, the Braves started off, speaking of Freddie Freeman, the very first game that the Braves played was against the Reds, and it went 13 scoreless innings, and in the bottom of the 13th, Freddie Freeman hit a single to win the game. Uh, you know, so I, I'm on moment right there. MVP moment. In fact, uh, I'm on a couple Braves message boards on Reddit. Uh, I'm on our Braves all the time and they call him MV free, you know, and I, yeah. I really like that for his nickname. And honestly, I'm hoping at the end of this year, because you know, this, uh, I'm not sure if it's this year or next year. That's the contract. I think this year is the contract year for Freeman. Uh, I hope we re-sign him. I want him to spend his whole career in an Atlanta Braves uniform, kind of like Chipper Jones did. I feel like he's the new age Chipper Jones. Um, he's been there for like 15 years now. Um, you know, Freeman's a wonderful player. I think, I think if they win a World Series, I think he'll stay. You very well may be right. I hope you're right. Even if we don't win a World Series, I, I hope that uh, we like, keep him. Like I don't want to, I don't want to call him a ring chaser because I don't see him as that type of person. But no, every and, but every baseball player in the back of their mind always wants that chance to win a championship. And if that opportunity comes to fruition or comes into play, I mean, you got to take that opportunity, right? Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, Freeman has said multiple times, especially uh, late in the season, that he wants to be a Brave. You know, he likes him in Atlanta. Atlanta loves Freddie Freeman. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they his wife is pregnant with twins right now, um, and he got a pair of hits in uh, one of our last games. I can't remember who we were playing of the regular season, um, and that was the running joke. Like, everything Freddie Freeman does comes in twos. He had never hit a grand slam in his career, and then he hit two in back-to-back games, uh, and then the next game he ended up – uh, going like two for five or something like that. So the joke was at that point, because they had just yeah. announced that they were having twins, that everything he does is doubles now. Funny. So, but the, the Braves are going to play the Dodgers. Um, oh, let me, let me finish out with the Braves. Though. So we, we ended up sweeping the Reds, right? Um, we held them scoreless in the first game and then they scored uh, in the second game, but we still ended up beating them, right? So then we played the Marlins. And the Marlins have never lost a postseason game, or not, never, never lost a postseason series. Really. They were nine and zero, I think, in in postseason play. Yeah, the if, like whenever they made it to the postseason, they won World Series, right? Well, they lost their first one to the Braves. Uh, we played them uh, three times. It was a best of five series. Uh, so we had five, if you include the two against the Reds, we have played five, the Braves have played five postseason games and four of them have been shutouts. Damn. Yeah, you can't ask anything more from your pitchers than oh. that, um, especially considering that none of the pitchers except for Max Freed that we had on our starting rotation are on the team anymore, either due to injury yeah. or I love Fultonevich, but he has a drug problem right now, you know, and because of his drug problem, he's lost a bunch of weight and he's not pitching very well. Um, so, you know, but so speaking of what you just said with the drug problem and a lot of weight loss, I just listened to a dollop, the cocaine pirates, the cocaine pirates. Did you listen to that one? Yeah. I've, I've listened to that dollop episode. It was really, really good. It was crazy. The amount of, co- I mean, I knew that there was cocaine rampant during that time, but like the, the entire, dude, the, the entire, main dude that was selling it was snorting 16 to 17 grams a day. Like the fuck? That is so much cocaine. He just decided he didn't like his nose at all. He needed yeah. the, the middle part of his nose. nose? Like, no, he's just got one big hole instead of two nostrils. Uh. Yeah, I just I just thought of that when you said that. I'm glad I'm glad you listened to that one too. Oh yeah, yeah, I listened to that one the other day. Um, but you know we we ended up playing really well, and we're going to have to continue to play really well because we're going up against the Dodgers, who are the best team in baseball this year. Um, 
They have so much talent on their squad. Uh, they just swept the Padres. We were talking about Tatis earlier. You know, they got swept. Um, I'm not a huge Dodgers fan. Um, I don't really care for the Padres. They had Manny Machado, and I think he's a dirty-ass player and doesn't need to be. Fuck Manny Machado. Manny Machado, if you're listening to this right now, go kick rocks. Go fuck yourself. But, yeah, we're, we're going to have to play the Dodgers, who played very well against the Padres. The Padres are able to put up point, uh, put up runs basically at will. Um, so the fact that the Dodgers played so well against them has me a little bit worried. Uh, also, up until this point, all of the Braves' games have been day games, like 1, 1 p.m. Uh, LA, almost, LA almost got swept by Nats last year, and they had one of the best teams last year. Yeah, but the, the Nationals were giant killers last year. You know, it started with the wild card game whenever they beat um, Milwaukee because Hader was arguably the best closer in all of baseball, and they made him look silly to win the wild card game. And then the Dodgers lost to the uh, Red Sox uh, uh, in five, and they yeah. had one of the best teams at the time. Like they constantly have this bar set every single year, but they can't reach it. And they're still not going to reach it this year. They underperform in the playoffs, even like making it to world series. They, they lose like the, the long game. What was it? 18 innings that you all played Dodgers, Red oh Sox. My gosh. Yeah. That yeah. was ridiculous. I, I am the reason that the Red Sox lost that game. I stayed up. I wanted them to win over the Dodgers. Um, I stayed up and watched that whole game. It finally got too late. Um, I said, you know, screw this. I'm going to bed. As I, you know, I got up, I go to bed, I'm walking up the stairs, uh, and as I'm walking up the stairs, I get the message on my phone that the Dodgers ended up winning that game. So, no sooner, I mean, you all still won, so, you know, works out for you. we didn't sweep. Yeah, my fault that y'all didn't sweep. I'll totally take that. Uh, but yeah, that that's going to be an interesting series. Uh, we've played all day games. Uh, we're going to have night games against the Dodgers, so I'm interested to see how that happens. Um, you know, and how we play against them. But in the AL, uh, you've got the Houston Astros down with the Astros, especially since all the cheating scandals. Astros, fuck Carrera for calling all the like uh, media like clowns for still yeah. like what was it? What was it like? Still holding on to this grudge or some sort of something like that? Like, of course we're gonna hold on to this. Nothing well, happened you- to you guys. You mean the the biggest cheating scandal in baseball since the steroid era? Yeah, we'll we'll drop that. We're still talking about the steroid era of baseball, so of course we're going to be fucking talking about you stealing signs the right. way you did. Like shit, we're and, still talking about the nineteen nineteen White Sox. Yeah, like it's still brought up. So what makes you think we're going to let it go? Quit being a crybaby. Realize that you're on a program that cheated, and now go forward with it and try to win without cheating. And no matter where you go, you're still going to be called a cheater. Exactly. Yeah, and like I said, as a Braves fan, I loved Brian McCann. As a big dude, you know, I called him Fat Man McCann because he was a big dude behind the plate. You know, I really enjoyed seeing him play. Um, You know, I had a lot of respect for him. And then to find out that he goes to the Astros and does – he was such an unwritten rules of baseball guy. Uh, He used to block the plate. You know, whenever people hit home runs, he would tell people to run and stuff like that. Like, I really like that, which brings me to something else. Uh, Acuna, I have no problem. People were arguing about his bat flip and the home run that he hit. I have no problem. He got hit in the beginning of the game. Well, I have no problem with the bat flip. I prefer you to run, though. Um, Also, Marcelo Zuna hit a home run, and he stopped to take a selfie. It was a little fake selfie that he did. You can do that after you cross home plate. He did it before he got to first base, and I have a big problem with that. Fair. I give a Acuna to bat flip on the Marlins any day of the week, especially if they hit him in the same game. Yeah. Well, and the crazy part about it is the statistic was that what uh, seven uh, hit, uh, hit seven hit uh, by pitches since he's faced the Marlins. Uh, it's, like that. He's been hit 21 times in the two years that he's been in uh, the national leagues, right? Or in, in yeah. the major leagues, right? And 21 times and five of them. It was five of them. Okay. No, five of them are by the Marlins, right? The Marlins hit him every 41 pitches, right? Yeah, it's fucking stupid. The next closest person, it's like every 136 pitches or something like that. 
you know? So the fact that you hit him so much more is kind of not good. I'm really surprised that there wasn't a fight that broke out. Um, had they ever hit him again? And it, it's also kind of bullshit because if I don't know if you got to watch the game or not, but whenever they hit him, warnings were issued to both dugouts. And that takes a very important part of the game away. If you throw at one of my players, and this is also why I'm totally against the DH, period, not just in the National League, but in the American League as well. Because if you're a pitcher and you throw at a batter, you should have to stand in the plate and know that one might be coming at you as well. Like, you should have to do that. But as it is currently, you have designated hitters in both the American League and the National League, which is horseshit. But uh, the the pitchers no longer have to stand in there and worry if they're going to get hit or not. And they should. They should have to worry about that. Uh, But they don't. Anyway, the, the Astros are playing the Rays. I hope the Rays win for two reasons. The first one, fuck Houston, first and foremost. Um, You know, you you were cheaters, and that's not going away for a long time. Uh, Number two, uh, my manager, I'm I'm a big Braves fan, so of course I want them to win and advance to the World Series. My manager at work is a huge all-Tampa fan. Like right. in, any Tampa sport he's about, but he's from there. He, he's from uh, down in Florida, you know? Um, and you know, he really wants them to win. Of course. Like he, he's always wearing a Tampa Bay Rays hat. Uh, he's got a bracelet and a necklace that are both Tampa Bay Rays. Like he's huge into sports. I really want to have him on our podcast because he is a sports writer as well uh, for baseball. So I, I would, yeah, I would really like to have Mike on here. Uh, his name is Mike Warner. Um, I really like him. Uh, and if I can get him on here, I'm definitely going to do that. I don't know how we're going to work out the logistics of it, you know, of him being my manager. And Buffalo Wild Wings is a little uptight about interactions between associates and managers outside of work. But it's not like, it's not like drinking or anything. You're just talking about sports. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel. But we'll, we'll look into it and figure if it ends up bringing... If we did it this way, I think it'd be fine. Oh, yeah. If, if we continue to do it across Skype, I think I could definitely talk him into joining us. Um, especially if it's a Braves versus Rays World Series. Oh, yeah. I definitely think I could get him on here. Oh, yeah. So be on the lookout for a special guest in the future. Uh, well, that's the thought be around our one-year anniversary. So he might be the first guest on our second season. Speaking of which, everybody out there listening, uh, our new season, season two will start pretty soon. We're going to have a few changes. I can't wait to roll them out. I'm going to keep them a surprise. We're not going to tell you what we're doing for the new season of the show, but be ready for it. Uh, That's going to start pretty soon. So, Kobe, let's let's switch gears a little bit. Uh, We're going to talk about college football right now. And it's been a weird season uh, with COVID. And, of course, we're going to talk about COVID and how it's affected sports here in a little bit. I'm about to get hot here. Yeah, I I can see it in your face already. Um, But we're going to talk about college football. I'm actually just going to talk about games from today, October 10th, 2020. Uh, You know, I may backsplash a little bit and talk about things that have happened in the past. Uh, But I, I do want to talk about the games today because you had several that were crazy and wonderful and stuff that I didn't expect to happen. Were you uh, off the, today? I, I was off today. Uh, I, it was the Tennessee yeah, I Georgia work every game. Saturday now, so I can't really watch college football as much as I used to. Well, normally I work doubles on Saturdays. I'm lucky that I work at Buffalo Wild Wings because we have all the games on and I can watch them, you know? Right. Uh, but today I was off because it's the Tennessee Georgia game. We have a friend of ours, Avery, uh, who I've known for a long time. He's a big Georgia fan. I'm a big Tennessee fan. Uh, we went over and we had uh, uh, we cooked food over there. We had a boil. Uh, my my friend Daryl did good work. We almost blew his house up, which was a lot of fun. Uh, the um, did you put everything in upside down. No, 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 no. It wasn't what happened at Ryan's. It, it wasn't the firework at Ryan's. So uh, he has a propane grill, uh, but it's not really a grill. It's just like a single large burner. Yeah. Uh, and we were going to do a boil, you know, and we put shrimp and andouille sausage. Like something and you do mushrooms. like a turkey on or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's That's exactly what it is, actually. Well, there's a hose that runs from the propane to the, the burner. And apparently, like, so we were pulling part of it off because Avery is, uh, 
uh, shit, whatever it's called. Whenever you can't eat seafood, um, it it fucks with his stomach, and you know he, he's not a vegetarian. No, that means you can only eat seafood. Oh, yeah, uh, it's an allergy to shellfish, you know. But I can't think of what what the word for that is. But anyway, we were taking it the andouille sausage and the um, uh, the rest of the stuff. You know, we'd put corn, andouille sausage. We'd put um, potatoes and mushrooms and onions and a bunch of seasoning, and like it was really really good. Uh, but we took it off and we're taking it upstairs to. Uh, make room for to put the shrimp in and to have some that Avery would be able to eat, you know? So it was, it was two, twofold. As we took it upstairs, um, when we came back downstairs, there was fire shooting out of the side of the burner. And we went over, apparently we spilled some of the extremely hot water on the, uh, tube that carries the propane and uh, it had burned enough of it that propane was shooting out the side of it. The propane caught fire, burned the hose, you know, the, the side of the hose burned completely off. Um, so we're, we're really lucky that we didn't blow up the side of his house. Were you, you able know? to cook the shrimp? Uh, so we brought it inside and put it on the stovetop and finished it up. You know, we were lucky that we had it so hot already that the stovetop didn't take it long to get it yeah. back up to, to boiling. Uh, but yeah, the food was really good. Uh, it was really hot. We had some people who couldn't even eat it. It was so hot, which, you know, I love spicy stuff. So oh, yeah, I, I loved it. It was wonderful. The mushrooms were perfect. Um, you know, the, the corn, we had corn on the cob and we just dropped, you know, whole things oh, of, easing in and everything. Oh, it was amazing, dude. So good. Um, but anyway, came back up so proud. We didn't blow the house up. Uh, but this morning you had uh, a couple games that were interesting. Uh, and I'm going to start with the Texas, Oklahoma game. So Texas, Texas was, is back. Texas is back every year. Somebody's going to say Texas is back. Well, Texas was two and one going into this game and Oklahoma was one and two. Uh, Texas lost to TCU. Uh, Oklahoma had losses to K state and Iowa state, I believe. Uh, were the two back-to-back losses that they had. So Oklahoma wasn't looking good. Uh, Texas was 2-1, and one, so the Red River shootout, and it will always be the Red River shootout to me. It will never be the Red River showdown for me, like even though they're trying to relabel it. Oh, it can't be shootout because it has the word shoot in it. Yeah, no, fuck that. It's the Red River shootout. Always has been, always will be. But so Oklahoma was in the driver's seat for the first quarter of the game. Texas ends up coming back and tying it up. Uh, Oklahoma comes out from the half and they are kicking Texas's ass. Like so bad that we switched. So Avery has four or three different TVs in his living room. And we turned off that game to put on another game, you know, and then we saw it scroll across the bottom of the screen that Texas had scored 14 points with like five minutes to go at the end. They had, I don't think they had any timeouts and scored 14 points in the last five minutes uh, to come back and force overtime. Um, so Texas gets the ball in the first overtime. They score. Oklahoma scores. Goes to the second overtime. They both score. It goes to the third overtime. It took them two minutes and 48 seconds. Both, that's both drives combined. Two minutes and 48 seconds to get all 14 points. Like I said, I, we we had turned it off, so I don't even know how it happened. We just knew that there was like five minutes to go. They were down by 14. Texas had not looked good the whole game. Um, to let you know how bad it was, uh, Sam Ellinger led the team. He's their quarterback. He led the team in rushing. He had 112 yards rushing. They had 141 yards total in an overtime game. How many yards did they have total? 141. So that means there was 29 rushing yards outside of him in a game that went four overtimes. Yeah, think about that. Um, Texas scored the 14 to come back late to force the overtime. Uh, Texas said total yards, right? Yeah, 141 yards rushing total. Oh, I thought you said. I thought you meant. Total yards. Oh, no, no, no. That doesn't include his passing yards. No. Okay. Just, like, just rushing yards. I was like, for scoring 45 points, only had 141 yards? No, 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 no. Just 141 rushing yards. Um, But 
in the third overtime, Texas has a field goal blocked. They get the ball first. Field goal gets blocked. All Oklahoma needs is a field goal to win it, right? They shank it wide left. They run well, the ball. Run. Now. Their, their head cases, man, their head cases. They're just like pitchers in baseball. Like if they're, if they're playing well, they can hit from any distance. If they're not playing well, they can miss from anywhere. Right. Uh, but yeah, the, and then Texas gets their, their uh, kick blocked. OU misses a kick. Um, Texas doesn't score uh, in the fourth overtime. Oklahoma gets the ball second. They go down and they score to win, or they kick the field goal and win the game. Like that game was so much better than I give it credit for simply because like, I thought it was over before the half Texas claws their way back in. Shit, you turned the game off. Yeah. I turned the game off to go to another game. I mean, the other game that I went to was the LSU Missouri game late. Um, and LSU looked better in that game than they have in any game this year. Um, however, they couldn't score late. Um, and Missouri outlasted them 45 to 41. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited about the way Missouri played. They were definitely the better Tigers uh, today um, in outlasting them. It's It definitely shows that when you lose 20 players to the draft, your team's not going to be very good the next year. Unless you've just got a really deep cupboard of players, it's not going to be very good. Uh, I think if any team, even if Alabama lost that many players, I think they'd be in the same boat as LSU, I think. I, I definitely think you're right. Um, I'm just going to give the score of the next one real quick. Um, Tennessee failed to Georgia a score of 44 to 21 as a Tennessee fan. This one pisses me off mainly because we didn't like, okay. So Georgia gets the ball first. Um, their center snaps the ball over their quarterback's head and Tennessee gets a defensive touchdown on Georgia's very first drive of the game. Nice. Right. Ball was snapped over his head, goes into the end zone. A Tennessee player falls on it. Touchdown, Tennessee. So we're up 7-0 to zero within like the first 45 seconds, okay? I was excited about the way the game was going right. to go. Then Tennessee gets not one, but two goal line stands against Georgia. Yeah, uh, where, Twitter. yeah, where they forced them into field goals, which was phenomenal. I was so happy about that, right? So we go into the half ahead. We come back out, and Tennessee does not score a single point in the second half. Tennessee had had zero turnovers on the year, and we had, I think we ended with three. Um, one of them was a scoop and score. Uh, Garantano threw a pass off his back foot as he was getting hit right to Georgia, uh, and then two strip sacks. One of them goes for a touchdown. One of them's a scoop and score for a touchdown. Um, it really pissed me off. Um, Tennessee can play a lot better than that, but Tennessee and Georgia were both really, really sloppy in the game. There were a ton of penalties, um, and that definitely has to get taken care of by both teams. Right. Um, but that's all I'm going to say about that. I think that. penalties are going to be a, a, a thing all year, no matter what team it is, just because nobody really had the full practice. And, I mean, nobody really, really, truly still has the same training as you did last year, you know. So, well, when you don't have spring games. When you don't have fall practice, you have to expect to not be uh, in in the best conditioning. And you don't have full full practices. Like, yeah. So the communication isn't as great as it should be, you know, which causes penalties. Yeah. And playing in front of a crowd doesn't make it any easier. I'm surprised no. they're letting as many fans in the stands as they are. It's Georgia so said last week that they had 30, they only had 30,000 people in the stands, but I watched the Georgia Auburn game. There were way more than 30,000 fans in the stands. Um, speaking of which Florida, well, I'm going to save Florida for whenever we talk about Fuck COVID. Florida. Fuck Florida. Um, speaking of which, you know, I'm Florida lost today. Jimbo Fisher finally got a win over a top 10 team at Texas A&M. Uh, he beat, I think they were number four Florida at the time. Yeah. Uh, they kicked, they, uh, Texas A&M kicked a last second field goal to go up 41-38 and win that game. Uh, it was an awesome game. I, I love watching Florida lose anytime, you know. Uh, but to see them lose in a game where they led most of the game as time expired. Right. Have it like stripped from them. Yeah, love it. Love it. Um, but going on from that game, the last game that I want to talk about for today 
um, is the Arkansas Auburn game. And I don't even really want to talk about the game itself. Like they both had a lot of chances to do better. It was sloppy football on both sides. What I, I do there, want to say there was something interesting about this game. Yeah. I, I literally just want to talk about the second to last, or it was either the second to last or the third to last play. It, it had to be the second to last play because the field goal uh, that Auburn kicked to win it uh, was the very last play. So the second to last play, uh, they're getting ready to snap the ball and spike it to stop the clock. Auburn is, right? Um, Auburn's down uh, by uh, two points, I believe it was. Uh, it was either one or two points, so a field goal wins it. Um, Auburn is getting ready. Bo Nix goes under center to take the snap and never had control of the snap. The ball hits him in the hands. He drops it on the ground, which makes it a live ball. At that point, you cannot spike it. You can't spike a ball if you don't handle the snap properly, okay? So he he bobbles the snap, drops it, picks it up, and spikes it behind himself. So there, there's, there's two main problems here. Number one, or there, there's three main problems. Number one, you can't spike it yeah, because it you bobble the snap. If you did, it should be intentional grounding, which you're they... With no receiver, and you're also still in the pocket. Exactly, which did not get called. But number two, he threw it behind him, which is technically a lateral, which meant it should have been a live ball, and Arkansas players dove on the ball. It should have been Arkansas ball. Arkansas should have won that game in the craziest way possible there at the end by Bo Nix bobbled snap that he turned around and threw behind him. Arkansas totally got screwed. Um, I think it would have been perfect mainly because a couple things. Number one, earlier in this week, um, Gus Malzahn, the coach for Auburn, um, in the offseason, Chad Morris was fired from Arkansas. He was their head coach, right? They were terrible under Chad Morris. Gus Malzahn hires Chad Morris to be his offensive coordinator, right? Earlier this week, they asked Gus Malzahn, the media asked Gus Malzahn, why do you think uh, why do you think Arkansas is doing so much better this year? And he said they're just better coached than they were last year. So you just uh, Gus Malzahn just shit all over his offensive coordinator and said you were not a good head coach here. They're, the head coach there is better than you. As Chad Morris, I would have been a little upset. Now I get it; it's coach speak. You know, it it wasn't necessarily he wasn't necessarily trying to shit. Well, you could definitely on his offensive coordinator. But, I mean. But you could be a better coordinator than coach, though. Yeah, and I totally believe that. Um, I'm interested. Well, Lane that is a hard see. dick, though. Yeah, that that's it's kind of a dick move, you know, to to say that. And I would be a little upset about it. And I would not necessarily expect a public apology. But I, if I was Chad Morris, I would be like, "Hey, man, can we talk about this for a second? Yeah, can we talk? Can we can we go in your office for just a minute?" You know, and, and smack, talk smack, about smack, smack, smack. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I was super confused as to why it wasn't considered intentional grounding and then B, why it wasn't considered a lateral, especially because uh, the referees went back and reviewed the play to make sure that they were getting it right and still missed the call. Man, is it like... I fucking hate instant replay and stuff and I'm a, I'm a like... I'm going to lead into a little soccer little aspect up here. Like with, with VAR and goal line technology, it makes soccer, a, a, if you look at it, a very simple game. You can't touch the ball, kick the ball around, score on the goal, stay in the boundaries. Pretty simple rules, you know? Yeah. The, and the fouls are pretty simple. But the first game of the new Premier League season, there was a goal that was scored that was obviously a goal. Everybody on Twitter saw it. The announcers saw it. Like, that was a goal. Goal line decision didn't catch it. VAR didn't catch it. So why have the top two technologies that check for this and it not work? Why even have it? Yeah. If the technology is not working. And if it doesn't working. work in college football, like, like, ah. and it just makes the game so much longer than it needs to be a lot of the times. You know, because they'll, like, be like, 10 minutes because they don't know what the fuck is going on honestly like well 
this hasn't really happened before, so we don't know what to do. So we're just kind of going to just chill here and just talk about what's going on. Yeah, that that's not fair. Uh, and if, if all you're doing is making the games longer, we should just take it away. And, and making it more complicated where a new fan is like, wait, why is this so complicated? Okay, never mind. I'm not interested no more. So I was watching the uh, Braves versus Reds series. And uh, unfortunately, we had to listen to Alex Rodriguez be one of the uh, commentators for that. And like, oh, God, I, I hated listening to that man call a game. But one of the things that he was talking about uh, was we have the electronic strike zone that's out there and the pitch tracker. And we can tell if something's a ball or a strike without ever even having the uh, the umpire back there. But they keep the umpires and don't review every pitch, which I get it would slow down the game a lot if we reviewed every pitch. Um, but that's the whole things- aspect of baseball is the human error of it. Yeah. Every um, umpire has a different, uh, what's the word, uh, uh, strictness to the strike zone. You know, some people are oh, tight yeah. to the zone. Some people are pretty loose to the zone. Some people like they are a little more loose on the corners or the sides. You know. And I also believe that if you're sometimes a pitcher, you can, sometimes you can work an umpire. You know, if you keep throwing the same ball, you know, you'll eventually get that call. Sometimes. Yeah, and I'm also a big believer, like, and of course, I've only done little league umpiring, so of course, I'm not, a, a, you know, a leading expert on it or anything, uh, but I will let you know that if a kid is being, you know, uh, very concise in his strike zone, and let's say your catcher sets up a little outside, and the pitch is a little outside, but it's right where the catcher puts his glove, and it's close, as an umpire, I'm going to give that to you, however... Right. If you set up way inside and the catcher has to come all the way across his body to catch a ball that's on the outside corner, even to, if it yeah, even if it was a strike because your catcher didn't set up there and it looks like more of a wild pitch, you may not get a called strike even if it was a strike. Right. And that's just the whole human aspect of it. Yeah. And I absolutely. think they, and I think when they talk about putting in uh robot umpires or some shit. I, I, you just take away so much from the game. I think. Yeah. Because how, how are you gonna how how is a ro- uh robot umpire gonna how is a robot home umpire gonna throw out somebody? I mean, yeah, you still have your first, second, and third base umpires, but beep. Boop, well, and it also changes who beep, boop, who do warnings you for both teams? Who who do you go and talk to if you want to dispute a call? Right, right. Is it like where's the umpire sitting? Is he sitting in the home side or the yeah. visiting side, or is he somewhere off in the distance? At some point, you have to realize that there still has to be a human operator there for it. Oh yeah, but anyway, uh, we're gonna go on to our third count, and Kobe, I'm gonna let you kick this one off. Because oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. we're not done oh. yet with college football. Oh, what uh, what else did you want to? Uh, so. Donald Trump is trying to get rid of Affordable Care Act. Um, And one of the things that could go away is uh, children uh, being let go of their uh, parents' insurance at 18 instead of 26. And this is a problem because if you're uh, an athlete going into college, you're a walk-on, you know, you barely made the team, you got this walk on your second game in tear your Achilles. Boom. You're out for the, you're out for the season, maybe a little longer. Um, your medical bill is $200,000 because of the surgery and because you don't have insurance because guess what? You turned 19, uh, earlier and, uh, you're not on your parents insurance anymore. Or I think it's when you turn 18. So when you're, he, he wasn't eligible for it and he's a college student. So, and he's uh, doing school and uh, football, which is an excuse to go get a job, which I, I, I bet there's art players that go do that that also have a job and do all this. But Well, there, no, there are a no, lot of schools that will not allow you to have a job because yeah, the NCAA— and no college student makes enough to fucking pay for the health care. Yeah. And you are going to destroy players' lives doing that, and it's, it's going to— 
it's going to cause people not to go to the NCAA because they're like, well, I can just wait a year and then have health care from a pro team if I, if I get drafted. So we, we've been saying it for a long time, and the Obamacare uh, stipulation saying that you can stay on your parents' insurance until you're 26 was a nice stopgap. Uh, but it, it leads us back to something we've said on this podcast many, many, many times. Uh, we should be giving these kids health insurance. We, sh- if you're, if we're making money off you, or even if we're not making money off you, let's say uh, you're on the diving team, right? Uh, which I, you know, it, I'm sure that somewhere it's, um, you know, put on video and and somebody airs it somewhere where you can sell. Um, space for advertisements and stuff like that. So I'm sure somebody does. Uh, I don't even know if the University of Tennessee has a diving team. But if they do, I've never seen them on yeah, they TV. Do. They do? Okay, Pretty I've sure. never seen them on TV. So I don't know you know, where their income would be coming from on that. But if somebody is making money off of you, you they should be required to give you or health play insurance. play for a school yeah, that if you makes play money for... off of the sport or makes yeah. money through their athletics. Also, like I was saying a minute ago, uh, if if you play a college sport, a lot of times you're not allowed to get a job because impermissible benefits. Yeah. Um, you know, they it used to be that Getting the way they got Getting free food around, at your job because you work there. That's an impermissible benefit. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to sneak a chicken nugget if I want. Yeah. But even more so, uh, they used to say, well, what's to stop a player from going and getting a serving job and working one hour a week and having boosters come in and having five different boosters tip you, you know, 150 bucks a piece. You know, there would be nothing to stop that because it's a tipped position. Uh, people can tip you whatever they'd like, you know. So instead of saying, okay, well, uh, you know, we need to be checking in on these players, they just made a blanket and if statement. And he still is doing his job correctly during that hour if he does serve and actually does his job, what's the problem? If he's not like faking it, like some of these classes that are faked in like North Carolina and all these, some of these other schools, you know, like if he's actually putting the fourth effort in that job and these boosters, hey man, we want to come see you. Here's a nice tip for you, man. Go play well out there. Fuck it, man. I don't give a shit. He, they need to be played anyway. Well, I, we're moving toward college players being paid, um, and I, I, they should be paid. You know, they, uh, at the, let's, let's start at the simplest version of it. They need health care. First and foremost, we need to give them health care. And then beyond that, we can start having the conversation about them getting paid. right to have health care, to be able to stay alive, to be able to keep your body healthy. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, have, I'm for universal health care. But we have an administration that thinks that's such a, so like, it is a socialist idea, but they, they think it's such a radical idea but yet we're one of the we're the only top nation in the world that does not provide universal health care. And I have many friends across the world and they see stuff they like, Are you fucking kidding me that like it costs thirty thousand thirty nine thousand dollars to have a baby? Yeah. Yeah. That's what America's like. You go into debt immediately when you have a kid sometimes, depending yeah. if you don't have a home birth or some shit, you know? Like, uh, it it's abhorrent of the way that we've monetized the healthcare system. Um, we have people who uh, you've heard stories of taking an Uber uh, to the hospital instead of calling for an ambulance because it's cheaper to get an Uber, even if you bleed on the inside of it and have to pay that fee than to yeah, get the Uber costs eight bucks. The cleaning fee costs $200 and an ambulance fee costs $3,000. I'll take the Uber all day. Exactly. You know, it, it's ridiculous that we've gotten to that point. Um, we have people who would rather die than go to the hospital and worry about the bill. That's the point we've got to in this country. Shit, I mean, sometimes when I'm in pain and shit and I like know I should probably go to the doctor, and I'm like, well, I don't have the money. I don't have health insurance, you know. I don't want to go and pay $200. And when I do, it sucks because I do have to pay so much. Yeah. Like I got, I got to drop a, a a grand for like or two grand for these root canals, you know. Oh God, because I don't have dental insurance. But yeah, luckily yeah. I have enough money saved up, and I'm able to 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 have that that uh, to be able to have that. But still, it's it sucks. I mean, it's also on me to take better care of my teeth, but still, it's just so fucking expensive. Yeah. 
And, and it's not just your teeth, anything that happens. Like, you know, if you were to be going outside and trip yourself or trip over Sven, your cat, you know, and fall and break your arm uh, under no fault of your own, you're now yeah. in a position where you're going to have to spend thousands of dollars to get that fixed. Yeah. And like whenever I, I punched my fridge and I broke my hand and I had to go to the hospital and I think I only had to pay like $150 for like my cast and my ER visit, everything because I was on my dad's health insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was always a fifteen dollar copay at the doctor's, and now it's like a hundred and forty four dollars now. Fuck. Yep. It, well, it no is wonder insane. why I don't want to go to the doctor. Like, so we'll uh, go ahead and jump into the third count that we have nope. over here. No, I'm not doing I'm not, I'm not oh. it with college football. Okay, go ahead. You laid something on me that surprised me before we started. Okay. That the Big Ten is starting in two weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. And the Pac-12 we, we didn't is talk starting about... in three weeks. Yeah. And I think that is the dumbest bullshit that I've fucking heard. You have some of these teams that are halfway through the season, so you're going to be like, you know what, fuck it. We're going to go ahead and play when we said we weren't going to play. But fuck it. We're going to make this money because that's what it's all about is fucking money. Fuck these kids. Um, so let, let me not, hit I'm, you with. I'm, okay. I'm, not, I'm not done yet. And then you're going to have the Pac 12 come a week later. If, if you have bowls, which I don't think you're going to have because of. I, I don't know how they're going to do this. But all these schedules are so offset. How, do you, how are you going to do a national champion? Like. Like I, it's ah, it's so stupid. It's going to be continually pushed back if we ever try to do anything, um, you know, one conference versus another. Uh, but yeah, the the Big Ten comes back in two weeks. They're going to play an eight game schedule, um, and at the end of their eight games, they're going to have a conference championship, and then the rest of the teams are all going to play like a conference championship game. But like whoever's number two in the West is going to play whoever's number two in the East. Whoever number three in the West is going to play number three in the East. So really, they're going to have nine games, eight of them in, in their the regular season. Yeah, it's like, it's absolutely ridiculous. You're playing a game that these kids don't need to play. Yeah, I you know we've we've said this on this show many times. The safety of these kids has to come first. Uh, the commissioners. Uh, you know, who come out, we cite, we say, uh, fire Larry Scott all of the time. We need to look at all the commissioners. We need to say first and foremost, and then we need to look at the athletic directors. And then we need to look at the head coaches and we need to say first and foremost, your job is to protect these kids is to make sure that they're safe. Athletes. They're student athletes that are, it's not safe for them to go and be student. Uh, Virginia tech, Virginia tech played North Carolina today, right? Uh, Virginia Tech had 15 players that couldn't play today because of COVID. Now, not all of them were... How do you not you know, postpone that game? It's a good question. It's a good freaking question. The, uh, North, the, North Carolina the, ended up winning that game, too. You would think that the college level would take a page in the pros where the Titans haven't been able to play for almost two weeks because they had 24 cases. And... Because they have, it came out that like, obviously they broke protocol, but it's come out with more details of how they broke protocol. Um, but like, and now with like MLS, there's a kind of a, a large outbreak in the MLS. Like Colorado hasn't played since September 23rd. They haven't played four ma- their the last four matches because they have like 12 people that have positive tests, but they're still trying to play, which is uh, crazy. So crazy. And it's just like it's a logistical nightmare for rescheduling and all these cities with like, especially like with, with Nat, with Tennessee getting postponed the with the other day, they might have played Monday and Nashville would have played Tuesday. That field would have been just a disaster for Nashville, and yep. that risk and a field like that after a football game risk injury. Because you have to give the grounds crew somewhat a day to fix that stuff up to yeah. be able. Be able to be safe and be able especially to if you play on natural turf or a uh, natural grass instead of turf you know um yeah. with, because like, grass, grass doesn't grow immediately no nah, like you gotta like 
almost like cut pieces aside and like replace it kind of immediately and like do a fat i don't know what, what how they do it so fast and how they make it look so good so fast but like they can only do so much so fast yeah and like it's it's kind of shitty where nashville has had this game planned and you're going to kind of kind of fuck over your own city's another uh, one of your own city's teams so a big question that i have is tennessee has now missed two games right what happened on tuesday they're supposed to make one up on tuesday supposed to as long as they have no more positive tests which we've had new positive tests every couple days so i'll be surprised if we don't have any more however let's imagine that we get to the end of the season and you have one team that only played, let's say, 11 games. Let's say they're 9-2, and two, right? And then you have another team that ends up going, let's okay. say let's say they play all 16. Uh, let's say that they end up going 11-5, um, uh, and five, let's say, right? How do you decide who to put in if they're in the same division? They didn't play the same amount of games. Uh, one could end up having a better record than the other if they had played the rest of their games. Does it matter what the records of the people they were supposed to play have? Does it matter people, where they were supposed to play? A lot of people were saying, if you like, were saying that like uh, Tennessee should like have to forfeit these games because they're putting these teams in a hard position, you know. So what do you do about games where players on both sides are testing? And I think what I was like reading on Twitter is like players don't get paid for forfeits something like that because you don't actually play the game makes sense something like that i'm, I'm not totally 100 percent on that but that was just something I'm, i i popped in my head um but i i like broncos game had to be pushed back uh to monday night uh last monday night i think against the speaking Patriots. of which i I figured something out. Uh, I was telling you that I went over to my friend Avery's house uh, earlier to watch the game. I found out he's a Broncos fan too, so I need to introduce you to him. I think you'd like Avery. But yeah, just like COVID is just totally just fucked this sports world. And I was telling you earlier, like when whenever we stopped, I was so like distraught that we didn't have sports, you know, because that's my whole passion. That's all I. That's all I really follow. Um, and when it came back, like some sports came back and then it all came back and it kind of got overwhelming. So I haven't really watched any college football. I haven't really watched any baseball. The only thing I've really been watching is that team right behind me, national soccer club, because it's the number one team that just has my interest right now and is closest to me. And I can, I have season tickets to, I have a Jersey and I, I'm so fucking hundred and, million bajillion percent invested in this team right now oh yeah and that's just what i'm focused on right now and we're trying to make a playoff spot right now so that'd be fucking dope we're like we're having one of the best defensive inaugural seasons in mls history like well we, our, we talk about atlanta and what atlanta united was able to do in their first two seasons of the mls well they sold um, all their They've sold like uh, uh, Jose Martinez has been hurt all season. They and they've sold like four of their best players. They're just like unload. They're just gonna try to rebuild. I think. Yeah, but I'm I'm hoping that Nashville SC is able to do the same thing that they did and be very productive and successful. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, not only in their first season, which hopefully they can play the games and get into the playoffs, uh, but how awesome would it be in the first two years to have Nashville SC win the MLS Cup or have the U.S. Open? Yeah. How awesome uh, would that be? I mean, right now, I would just be happy to make the playoffs. As a yeah, one, one step at a time. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of like, you know, I was talking about the Braves earlier, uh, you know, and Aaron, my roommate, was talking to me about um, going forward that we might have to play the Dodgers. And I was like, well, shit, we got to beat the Marlins first. You right. know, and then today, Daryl was talking to me about uh, potentially uh, having to play the Astros. He's an Astros fan. Uh, so he was like, you know, Having to How play. can he's, you be an Astros fan after that? He's from Houston. I mean, I was, Houston, man. I mean, you, man, you're tainted, man. He's tainted. Tainted. Well, I mean, maybe they don't win. Maybe I play the Rays. If you know, but yet again, that that's my point. He was talking about you know potentials, 
And I told him, I was like, well, first of all, you have to beat the Rays first. Second of all, we have to beat the Dodgers first. And I kind of see the Rays winning. And honestly, if I take Don't off my... It. Don't say I, it, Rick. I have no, brave-colored no. glasses. And it's I still think that the, the Dodgers... Don't, don't say it, Rick. Don't say that. Believe that the Braves are going to beat the Dodgers. Because the Dodgers lose every year. I'm not going to say that the Dodgers are necessarily going to beat the Braves. What what I am going to say is that their roster from top to bottom is probably the best in baseball. They had the best regular season record, um, and their talent level from top to bottom is phenomenal. With that being said, we have four out of five games that we've played so far that have been shutouts. Hopefully we keep that going. Yeah. So, and I really like Max Muncy as a player. <laughs> you know, he, he is one of my favorites, even though he wears the blue, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, so we, we've talked about the MLB playoffs. We've talked about college football. Uh, we've talked about COVID-19 and how it's affected sports. What else do you have? It's still here? continuing to affect sports. It's, and it's going to for a long time. Uh, and, and, I'm saying that knowing that, you know, we're getting ready to have, and we've not talked any about the NBA simply because viewership is way down for the NBA right now. Uh, BYU played uh, a Thursday night game during game one of Lakers versus Heat, and there were more people who watched the BYU game than there was game one of the NBA finals. The viewership is slipping uh, the fans are not happy with it right now. Um, it's really getting ready. LeBron's going to win another championship. Like LeBron's going to give another ring. They're so going to com- compare him to a dolphin that he can swim yeah. faster than a dolphin. Yeah, ESPN. Why the cannot- fuck matters? Exactly. E- ESPN is going to talk about him like he's the second coming. Like, like I tweeted you know? this last night. I was like, like uh, they could have clinched it yesterday. I was like, either way. Whoever wins this, LeBron's still going to be the center point. Yeah, absolutely. You are and that absolutely sucks. right. And it doesn't matter. Even if the Heat win, let's say yeah. that the Heat come back and win it, it's not going to be oh, that the LeBron Heat won. three one. Yeah, it's going to be that. It's not going to be that the Heat won. It's going to be that LeBron lost. How crazy would that be? LeBron being the first player to fight a three one deficit and, and then, then to lose to lose one. Please, can I? Oh, happen? I would love that. I would love that. Love it. Like, I like LeBron as a player, but, like, just all the fucking just shit that is talked about him is just so, like... Statistically, he will go down as one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Now, we can sit and debate all day long about, you know, who was better, him or MJ or or Kobe Bryant. And to be fair, they all played at different times, and the game has evolved, okay? Okay. But Oscar Robertson, Kareem Abujar, and fucking Bill Russell. Fuck. Yeah. I would put uh, 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 Larry Bird in there. You know, uh, I honestly think that uh, you could put Larry Bird in the game today and just his knowledge of the game and the way he made everybody around him a better player. I honestly think as far as a player who made everybody else better around him, I think Larry Bird is the GOAT. Yeah. You know? Um, and and it's kind of like, I tell the joke that, you know, what makes the argument for me about why LeBron James may be the greatest player ever is because he was able to do something that nobody else was able to. He finally got Kevin Love to play defense. Nobody had ever gotten Kevin Love to play defense and LeBron got him too. So if for nothing else, you can say LeBron changed the game, you know, on his Hall of Fame plaque. Yeah. That's yeah, what it is. Kevin Love Le- LeBron James teaching Kevin Love to play defense. But so anyway, Kobe, that's uh, that's been the hard count for today. Tell people how they can get in touch with us. Uh, you can guys can follow us on Twitter at uh, the underscore hard underscore count. Uh, I try to post as much as I can. It's hard having uh, I have my main account, uh, Kobe underscore not underscore Kobe. Um, if you want to follow that one, I have a lot more content C-O-B-I, not K-O-B-E. Correct. Um, and then we got email, thehardcountpodcast at gmail.com. If you guys want to email us any uh, uh, 
suggestions or anything. Um, also, please go vote. Yes. This is a very important time in our country right now, and that's all I want to say is... Regardless, I'm not even going to tell you who to vote for, even nope. though we're we very clearly, you know, said our political leanings in this podcast. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. Just go fucking vote. Yeah, go vote. It's, uh... Yeah, just go vote. I'll just leave it at that, because I could go another 20 minutes about that shit. Yep. Um... Uh, do you have anything else? No. I think it's a good ending. I'll talk awesome. to you later. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for throwing us on the hard cat, hard count. Uh, and uh, we will see you guys very soon.